We're live from the greenhouse. No, the real greenhouse. Uh, it's nice in here, man, actually. Yeah. You know, for sure we're getting some oxygen in for here, real. right? Yeah, right. We're, you know, we're, we're working both ways here, man, in the, in the greenhouse. We're giving them uh, carbon monoxide. What are they, carbon dioxide? What are they taking? Yeah. One they of, take one in two. one of the two. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> I think it's the monoxide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, know. we're we're returning right. the favor to them, man. Yeah. It's it's nice in here. But it's cold in Texas. It's like uh, we're going through this major cold snap right now when we're recording this, and everyone's probably going through it as well. I think pretty much the entire country, besides like Southern California, Arizona, southern part of Nevada, and then Florida, it's pretty much getting the wrath of this massive Arctic. Uh, blast, yep. dude! This is yep, hitting us way all. down. It's crazy. We're man. gonna get down to like four degrees here. I and snow. I and snow. There's they're saying like four degrees and four inches of snow. That's so, kind of cool, hey, dude. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen snow like that since I was like uh, a little man. I, I guess I was in like middle school last time it yeah. actually snowed here. You know. Yeah. If it's gonna be that cold, at least bring some snow. That's that's kind of yeah. cool. But. And, and plus, man, in life, I think you just got to write out what happens. You know, like if you have the attitude of like, oh, it's going to be cold, it's going to suck, it's going to suck. Right. You know, at least try yeah, to have exactly. the attitude of like, you know what, it's not going to be cold for yeah. long. It's hey, going to get real hot. My kids are going to get to see some snow. Yeah, that's, you know, cool. that's cool. And this man. will be the yeah. second time it, it has yeah. snowed this year for a lot of parts of Texas, you right. know. Um, but that's cool. Well, uh, I guess we'll start segment one here with uh, you sent me an article on the. Uh, the big uh, political news, anyways, is Donald Trump's impeachment. It's not big news. I mean, yeah, to the it's, mainstream it's media, they're trying to push it. And right. we, we figured that we would talk on it a minute. But, uh, you know, I'll let you start with this. Well, man. basically, you know, the House has, or I mean, I'm sorry, the Senate has decided that it is now, that it is constitutional to proceed with impeachment hearings on Donald Trump, uh, even though he has now been out of the White House for what, almost a, almost a month now, huh? I mean, it's getting yeah, it there. Is. It's getting um, there. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, yeah. But has been leaving, been leaving the White House for, yeah. I mean, since, you know. Yeah, right. Since January 6th, basically. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, uh, the impeachment has proceeded to go forward. Uh, you know, I, I consulted the Constitution on this one just to see what the Constitution, and, you know, the Constitution is pretty brief. On uh, presidential impeachment, in uh, um, excuse me, impeachments, you know, all it is is Article Two, Section Four, and it says that the the president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. You know, now I don't see anything in that clause that states that a president can be impeached after he has left office. This is this talks about removing. He shall be removed from office on impeachment. Well, he's already gone from office, so I don't know what kind of uh, constitutional bounds they're walking in here. But uh, but it's all just a it's a show trial, really, yeah. is what it is. It's all just a big way to get Trump smeared in the media just a little bit more. They're hanging on to Trump. That's They won't let him go. They can't just let him go. Because he is the only thing that unifies them to, you know, together. I mean, really, he, he's the only reason they, that uh, anyone voted for Joe Biden. Yeah. Let's get that. No, you're Let's, right. You're you know, right. Yeah, he, they all agree the, on that. The only right? thing that's binding together, I don't even want to say the left. The only thing that's binding together the moderates and the left and the, even the moderate Republicans is this disdain for Trump. 
and that is why they're dragging this thing out. They're turning it into this giant show trial, and the only it's issue just with the only show. issue with looking at the Constitution for something like this is these guys pissed on the Constitution oh, a, long for a long time, time. ago, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. and so like that no. thing, you know, we th- that's a show. That w- I think I think the whole Constitution debate, honestly, man, the more I think about it, and especially in, after this. It's the past couple of decades, really, but especially after this one, uh, you know, I think it's really just to keep it to keep the people appeased enough, you know, right. to make them think they have like a choice or that that really is because there's so yeah. much that you can look back on now that was unco- I mean, slavery is unconstitutional by every stretch and immoral, and that went on. Right. Yeah. I mean, exactly. you could argue yeah. right there. It never. Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, really, man. It, but. Then you go down to the Federal Reserve. That's the that's the main damn oh, stay man. of today's problems. Really, yep. is the financial sector because it impacts everybody. And really, you know, as far as we've come culturally and socially, we've come a long way socially and culturally. The financial segment is is something that, uh, you know, actually, man, it's it it's really, really, really destructive when a financial system is in the woes that we're having i i feel like you know i don't feel like people like money doesn't control our lives to say like money's not god right but it is a massive tool that humanity uses and and like when you have something like this a a crisis financial crisis like this it's hard to even find the words that i'm trying to say but it like it it affects everything i mean everything and if one thing we know, like you can sit here and talk about Donald Trump, and this is why I'm tying it in. Right. But like, really, uh, the problems that have been created over the, just we, you know, had we followed the Constitution as strict as we could and really tried to educate people on why to, how to take care of themselves and build from the community up, right. and that all the communities were strong in their own structure, whatever they believed, and that we had this unison that we were all kind of cohesive and together and we had the ability what we all did together is is we protected our right to be able to live that way right without some tyrannical force coming over the top of us and right. but we lost that way quickly oh yeah and 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 to blame it all on trump now is is so short-sighted of people and uh you know it, it just you know, Trump's a byproduct of all of this in, in a lot of ways. And, and uh, the real problem is going to be the financial sector, you know, that, that you know, and, and what it's going to lead to. You know, it's just they're already talking about cryptocurrencies now again. We, right. we talked about that a few episodes ago, I think, man, uh, how like how like Bitcoin could just become the one world currency, oh, essentially. Yeah. And now easily. they it's not going to be Bitcoin, but it's going to be their version it's gonna of be Dogecoin. It. It's going to be something that people don't that don't people don't study that yeah. people just get into because they think they can make a quick buck and they're right. But if it's backed by people we don't know that are, are like more state-run, you know, uh, bureaucratic monsters, you know, that do right. exist, then next thing you know, they're going to have control over all of people's money and, and yep. value. And that's why I will not get into that stuff, man. I'm just not going to. Right. It's not for me, you know. Yeah. It's no. not for me. I'm not going to invest no. in it. I don't believe in it. I don't right. believe in it, and and I think that when you're investing in things, man, there has to be a certain. Some people just get in to make money. That's fine. If that's what you're gonna do, right? All do it, you know. But for me, it's yep. just, you know, and uh, and but and when I what, just going back to Trump real quick, so I don't, I don't, you don't, people don't think I'm off topic. Is that with Trump? 
there is I think there's other issues they're trying to coat the mainstream is right. really trying to coat and Trump gives them that way like when they have something like Trump and the other thing too that's coming to fruition and and remember this is they have things like the George Floyd mer- uh, case the trial. Chauvin trial coming yep. up in March they have things like this that they're gonna always continue to play these social these social things that get you emotionally involved instead of paying attention to the things that are really affecting your kids and your brother and your sisters and your aunt and your uncles and your community that's the financial you know calamity that they've worked right. themselves in I mean you think that yep. you know money and and va- the distortion of value is being put into the hands of like more of it is being put into fewer hands and fewer hands and fewer hands like yep. at a rapid pace I really do think that that's a problem, and I'm not saying you should. No one has the power to come in and say, "Hey, we're taking that from you and giving it out." I mean, that's right. not how it should happen. But there has to be some type of a moral awakening here, or yeah. or, or else there's going to be bad scenario take take place. I mean, it's just you can't fix the problems if you don't address them. Trump is not the problem. Right. He's gone. No one's. Yeah. He can't win. He didn't win. <laughs> he didn't win this time. He's not going to win next time. Right. You know, I mean, this was his chance to have a second term. Yeah. He, no one's going to come back after four years. The world changes so fast these days, man. He's going to be four years older. Yep. He comes with baggage still. There's going to be a better candidate. He's all, right. just leave it alone. Why would they not? Why would they not? Right. There's no, an, there, the only answer to that question is they want, they, it's like, it's like sleight of hand. It's a yep. sleight of hand. Yep. You know, no, me. I completely agree. They're still just dangling them out there, you know, because they know that people will pay attention to any sort of headline that has Donald Trump's name on it, you know. Um, And just to swing right back to what we were just talking about, the economic thing real quick, just to close out the segment here, I guess. uh, You know, a lot of times, you know, when when, when I'll talk to people about, uh, you know, sound currency and, you know, the diminishing value of the dollar, you know, they'll be like, oh, well, I guess, you know, you're what, you're not going to accept, you know, money. You know, you're not gonna accept dollars for payment or or something like that. You know, you want me to pay pay you in in milk and eggs or something. You know, and it's just, it, you know, I like to explain it like a, uh, you know, of course I'm gonna take, you know, your Federal Reserve notes. You know, of course I am because right now we, you know, in in the system we live in, they still have, as of right now, they have real buying power. You know, and it's it's kind of like a game of Monopoly. You know, when you're playing a game of Monopoly. Monopoly money has value, you know. That's yeah. just that's just regular old paper printed into these little notes. But it, you know, there's no real value there. But when you're playing the game of Monopoly, it's got value. Yeah. If I was to walk up to you in the middle of a game of Monopoly and say, "Hey, man, give me all your Monopoly money. It's just paper. It has no value." You know, you'd tell me to get bit. You'd tell me to get lost. You yeah, know, this cheater. Is, yeah, yeah. You know, this is mine. You know, no. You know that that money has value yeah. until somebody gets pissed off because they're losing and flips the table over and the game's over. Then yeah. that money doesn't have any value anymore. Yeah. All of a sudden, it doesn't matter. You can have a stack of Monopoly money, but the, when the game's over, it's yeah. just paper. Yeah, but what will what will still exist is value because right. people create value in their daily lives and what they do in the services and goods they provide for other exactly. people. And so if you do have money that is still backed by that or you have a, bu- a budget that's sort of at least close to being 
you know, presentable right. and, and something that your your economy can pay for, yep. then then I think that it's a very good tool. I mean, yep. it, it, it's necessary for society. You have to have some type of right. medium no, of exchange. Right, there absolutely has you know? to be a medium of, uh, medium and, of exchange, and I, and but I, it's and important I get what you're saying. that that yeah. medium of exchange actually represents value. Absolutely You know, right. actually represents tangible real world value you know and that's what we've lost in this in our country we've lost the sense any sense of value you know really and it's just it's really sad to see well with that being said uh yeah let just let donald trump be dude (laughs) all right segment two um Veering away from old uh, DT, we call him the old Don. <laughs> you know, we'll let him go. Yeah. You know, dude, go live your life, bro. Yeah. You know, I don't care one way or the other, dude. Just do not start the damn apprentice again, dude. Please, <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, okay, so this was. The, I'll let you go on this because I don't really know. Well, yeah, this is just a, an interesting thing. You know, it, it's probably going to go nowhere. Uh, Texas politicians have brought this up time to time. For as long as I've been alive, at least, and for as long as I can remember. Uh, but anyway, a uh, Texas uh, politician uh, filed a bill, HB 135, uh, I'm sorry, HB 1359, that would, wouldn't actually, like, uh, officially secede Texas from the Union, but it would put it on a referendum on the next state ballot, you know, and, uh, and then I guess if it was to pass they would set up a committee that would develop a plan for secession and uh, like I said this is something that's most likely not even gonna make it past the house floor probably won't even make it onto the house floor if you ask me wouldn't surprise me one bit if they put it at the bottom of the stack and they didn't even get around to it it's happened before it happens all the time with important things. They'll probably do that with constitutional carry as well. But it's more you over know? the fact that, they, but, uh, that it's still on but the it table. Is, exactly. <laughs> it is a. Uh, it is a. You know. It's definitely a. Uh, it's interesting that there's actually a, a Texas politician who would do this, uh, and uh, Biderman is his name. I'm sorry. I was looking for his name. There is, uh, and he's actually a representative from Fredericksburg. Oh really? Yeah, which is just up north of here. Yeah, yeah that's, where, and, that's uh, where the radio show goes yeah. down on yeah. Tuesdays. <laughs> there you actually go. Fredericksburg. That's a great music town, man, yeah. and a great cultured town. It's just a fun town, man. Right. It's a great town. Yeah. No, yeah, great Texas town. Yeah, great no, really. Te- I mean, if you oh, ever absolutely. like, I'm serious. If you're gonna yeah. come visit, like, you know, I wouldn't say everybody to move there because damn it, let's keep it how it is, man. That's why it's nice. But <laughs> if you're gonna go visit somewhere, that's a uh, that is a that's beautiful a place spot. to visit, man. If you're yeah. gonna come, like, I, I would recommend it enchanted rock is closer there but anyways right. just going but, uh, off yeah. <laughs> you know uh but anyway go you know going back to the whole secession thing i mean obviously you know secession when it comes to the constitutionality of secession in the court case in the supreme court case of yeah i can't talk in the supreme that's a court hard one case <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. of texas versus white the supreme court did rule that a state cannot unilaterally secede from the union you know, meaning that a state can't just say, bye, we're gone, we're out of here, even if they vote for it, they can't do that, you know. they, they The Supreme Court ruled that, but then they, they never really put down, there is no mode for secession, you know. Nowhere in the Constitution does it talk about secession. It doesn't even mention the possibility of secession in the Constitution, which is why a lot of people take that as a as a reason to say, well, secession is therefore unconstitutional you know if it doesn't say you can do it then you can't do it uh 
you know, I like to refer back to, like, the Declaration of Independence when this kind of thing comes up, you know, because, you know, uh, is the question, can Texas secede or should Texas secede? And which question should we ask first? If we ask, should Texas secede, and we evaluate and we say, yes, maybe it might be actually better for us to leave the United States, then the question, can we secede, I think does it, it, it loses a little bit of its importance. You know, let's not forget that in 1776 there was no legal mode. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a great. Point. Okay, there was no legal that's, mode. That, that's what I was going to say. Actually, like if, yeah. if a whole you state know? gets to the point where they wanting to leave, yeah, what is you know, it? You don't is have, it there's, you know? there's yeah. no law. They okay. don't. They're not bound by law exactly. to do anything anymore, right? At right. That point. You know, then it's a it, conflict. It, yeah. Then it's a conflict. The Declaration of Independence, if you ask me is an even more important document than our Constitution when it comes to preserving that real spirit of liberty. Because in the, in the Declaration of Independence, it states that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to life, liberty, or property, then the people have the right to alter or abolish it, right? It, it, whenever any form of government doesn't say whenever any form of government other than the one we're going to establish at the Constitutional Convention in about 11 years, you know, that's yeah. not what it says. It says whenever any form of government. That would include our own, you know. Yeah. And when it comes to the question of Texas seceding, I really think that that needs to be the more important. Not not so much can we secede, should we secede. And if the question, and if the answer to that is yes, well, then we just need to remember that, you know, like I said, in 1776, there was no legal mode for the American colonies to leave Britain. Yeah. You know, if they, they couldn't have approached yeah. Parliament and been like, hey, we want uh, we want you guys to set up a committee to talk about the possibility of us leaving. You know, they'd have been like, you know, get you, go back to your freaking colonies, you peasants. You know, that they, they, there was no way. that would, You know, their only option, if they wanted to leave, was to declare their independence. And at the time, that was a complete... That, that, the Declaration of Independence. That was that was basically a declaration of treason. It was it was completely illegal. It was completely treasonous. You know, just as treasonous as I'm sure some people would probably think. You know, the idea of of uh, Texas seceding from a, from the oh, U.S. Yeah, today would be a lot of people. But uh, but you know, I th I think that uh, the Declaration of Independence and it's not law. You know, a lot of people like to cite the Declaration of Independence. It's not law, you know, nothing yeah. about it is law. But I think it is a precedent. And it's a precedent that I don't think that we should ignore or abandon just because we're separated, you know, just because we're now in a separate century. Yeah. You know, now we, just because we find ourselves in a different century, I don't think that's something that we need to completely abandon. You know, dates on a calendar can change, but the ideas of liberty. They stay the same. Yeah, and again, you know? we've talked about it. It's like a, it's a. I feel like that's a young idea. It's a very you know, young idea. I, I do, and I and I feel like yep. imp implementing it. And you know, we were talking about this uh, a minute ago, and this is about uh, this is about really secession. So we'll get back on track with it. But I, I wanted to put this in one of these, and I feel like this is a good spot. But um, society is like you know made up of many institutions, but those institutions are made up of many individuals. You know, and I've actually watched this debate happen on social media and stuff like that quite a few times, you know, uh, sort of something along these lines. And, you know, the debate is like, you know, 
you know, what really, what's more important, you know, the individual or the state, you know, I mean, what should run it? Should, should it, should we have individual liberty or should we have some, you know, state, you know, some, right. you know, body of government and, or, or just like, you think of like institutions like, um, like energy, the energy field, the energy market, you know, right. people, big businesses in, in, in energy, those are going to exist no matter what like as people form and people have ideas and those ideas spread those ideas are going to grow those institutions are going to form naturally they're not an unnatural thing they're natural by human standards because they come from our activity but the problem with just those institutions being there and the individuals not being protected is that if the individuals not protected and they're not happy and they don't have a say so and they don't have a part of the project and you know (laughs) they're they're not going to be as productive and as a matter of fact now in this country remember we're bred to have that you're not going to undo that right that like in another country that's never had that like we've talked about north korea and and there's a lot of you know for anything like i mean that's a brutal place at the end of the day it's a really brutal place you know and i I, uh, I, I didn't really say that in that one episode, and I, I wanted to get to that point, you know, but it, it really is. Like, and and uh, we know that because we've seen something else, but they have not seen, they don't really understand that, right. and, and they don't, you don't have to wash them that direction. That's the way that they've come into this world. That's their perspective of the world. Right. Ours is that we have say-so and that our individual liberty matters, and that doesn't matter if you're on the right, left, or center. That matters to people in this country. It matters to them because their grandfathers all fought for that. You know, black, white, Hispanic, Cuban, you know, Asian. Everyone that came out has a stake in the game. You know, that that binds that one thing that binds us is that individual liberty that we all were promised. You know, that pursuit of happiness. And uh, the institutions in this in this day and age can't exist without that. And that's what you're seeing. And and. If you have anything else to say, I'll let you say, but I'm going to tie this back uh, to the next. Uh, well, actually, I want to say one more thing. I will tie this. Eventually, we're going to talk about the cancel culture, but yes. but uh, that that matters in what I was just saying. But but um, one thing I wanted to say on the secession thing before we leave this segment, because we can go into the cancel culture in the next one, is that Florida is also already having a conflict mm-hmm. uh, right now with, with, the, with the United States. And you can tell... People that are very big into like COVID and mass things and don't like that, that and they they want to tell you know Florida what to do, which I don't I don't agree with. You know, Florida right. people in Florida should live how they want to live. I'm happy for them if they're doing well. That's good, you know. Yep. And uh, but there's definitely a conflict between this administration and Florida, and uh, you're seeing, you're really seeing instead of people like having these real talks like we were just having our real debates, you know. It, they the people don't give a shit about that man like people are still f- infighting and yeah. like picking sides and, and, and we're not really talking about things that really bind us all it doesn't really seem like people are in large part trying to really move forward right yeah. now in a positive way it seems like people are still waiting for this the next big event to happen like they haven't yep. had enough of the misery of, <laughs> of breaking down watching their country break down and and not you know trying to help it and not right. trying to be a part of you know bringing it back to anything they just would rather just you know be a part of the decay and you're seeing a i hate to say this and i and i don't 
I never want to preach this into existence because I understand when I say this to people, I, I've like watched people's face sink in having this conversation mm-hmm. and they think I'm crazy for even saying this. And some people would probably agree with me, I'm sure. I'm sure you'd have both. But, man, I really feel like you, you, if we don't get on track, like if there's not something, some type of movement that can bind people together in this country, that you're going to see a breakup of this country. I don't think it's something that's far-fetched, and I don't think it's something that's how it happens. I don't think we know, right? you know, but uh, it, I, I think that it's something that's inevitable if yeah. we keep working under the, the, these circumstances. I mean, remember, half of the country thinks the election was stolen from them. Still. Right. Still. Yeah, still. It has nothing yeah. to do with Trump. And that's not something you can just brush no, under the rug. No, well, yeah, okay. it's not going to be uh, normal again, you yeah. know, it's... A, one thing you know that I like to remind people. I mean, look at look at the Soviet Union. The Soviet. When everybody thinks that you know, when you say that the country's going to divide up, that you're that that means you're inevitably saying that there's going to be a war. Look at the when the Soviet Union broke up, there wasn't very many shots fired. You know, yeah. it didn't disintegrate into some huge war. They just broke up into like what, like thirteen or fourteen countries or something yeah. like that. Now of the old Soviet Union. Yeah. You know, yep. and they, and and I mean. You're going to see something very similar probably go down here, you know. I mean, and we have the convenience of already having the lines drawn on the map, but we also have the the inconvenience of the split not necessarily being geographical. And we've talked about this before: the the urban and it's the, not even and close the, uh, to geographical. Yeah, it's not actually. even close. It's it's all urban and, and uh, rural. But that's and another thing that you're about, seeing is people <clears throat> moving exactly back and forth right now. Because, so it's already happening, and that's that's important. The migration factor is is huge. Because when you have a republic, and I don't even remember who said this, I'm not even going to try, and I just know it's a quote I read somewhere, but and I happen to agree with it, is that a, you know a, a republic can really only exist only, uh, I'm sorry, under a uh, pretty monogamous culture, you know, pretty monogamous people, you know, not necessarily 100 percent, but a people who are moving in one direction with each other. You know what I mean? Unified by a culture, unified by faith, unified by something. Idea, you know, though. and what we're witnessing right now in this country is a nation that has no way. It's 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 in a million different ways. You know, and being someone who loves the, you know the idea of individual liberty, like you said, I really hate to say, sometimes I really hate to say some of the things I say, but you know, understanding. You know, the idea of li- individual liberty is really only something that can work completely in a perfect world. Like we were just talking about earlier, is there re- is there a place for a state in society? And I do believe that there is a place for, for the state in society. I believe there are places to be more like a referee in a football game. To, s- to step out of the way, stay out of the way, let the players play the game. But if you see a player break the rules, you blow your whistle and you penalize the player right yeah. you pe- or you penalize the team whatever but anyway and no soft like a calls. referee no soft no, yeah. <laughs> you know i mean i really think that you can almost have a state with just like a bill of rights you know just something that just guarantees you know these are your rights you and we're going to have a state that it, it only exists to protect those rights and to make sure that none of you infringe upon the other person's rights you know but uh i think that where people really mess up is when they try and get the, the state involved with uh, with people's personal lives. You know, I really think that has to be yes. more... That needs to be on more of a community basis, on more of a, you know, in the family, 
in the church system, you know, if you if you're involved with a yep. congregation the, the, or anything, the township, you know, you know yeah, if yeah, you know yeah. if and if you're already living living that, uh, if you're already living that, you don't even need us to tell you this. Yeah. You know, you're already living it. You know, I can guarantee anybody who's listening to us right now who's in a congregation, any sort of spiritual congregation, not even just Christian, any sort of spiritual congregation, they have that. Yeah. You know, I've talked about that before. I was raised in a faith, you know, up in a, you know, and, and for a while we lived in a pretty urban area. And I went to a, 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 a church, a kingdom hall with every race I could think of. You know, we had, all of them were in there. And the thing that binded them together was, was their spirituality, was their faith, you know. Yeah. People need that. And this migration to looping back in again right the looping back into the migration aspect when you get a lot of people with the like mind moving into one area you could really start to shift that area's politics that area's ge uh, geographics is that the right word i don't even know for like population or whatever yeah. uh but uh anyway well just their yeah. ideas i mean their ideas start to change and then but then you really start to see movements like Right. Like that. I mean, yep. you know, it's already kind of happening without any, you know, there's no lines that even need to really be redrawn at this point. The right. lines are in the people. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. you know, you've got you've got movements like the, the Texas Nationalist Movement. You've got these sort of movements who, who, pushing, who are pushing for it. And I'm all for that, you know. I would gladly sign a, a petition to, uh, to get Texas to secede. You know, if, if it makes it to a... To a to a ballot, you know, I'll I'll gladly I'll, I'll vote yes on it. You know, Why not? I would I would but, uh, I would have to see some of the ideas moving forward. You know what I'm right. saying? Like to really. Well, like, that's the thing. You got to vote yes to see the ideas. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, so. the, that's where they catch you because you got to vote yes to get the committee yeah, that'll dang. explore the ideas of secession. It's yeah. It's a like I said. Yeah, that, that's, that's, we're that's we're talking nonsense right now, right now yeah. anyway because it's most likely some something. Yeah. yeah, it's most likely something that's not even going to make it to a, to the ballot. Yeah, like I said, probably not even going to make. I it don't off even the house get floor. it, dude. Really, like I don't. I, like to me, I think it like you is like if you get to that point where you like need to talk about the word secession, like it's it's, it's there. done at that. It's like, there. The it's at your doorstep. Yeah, yeah it's exactly, at your doorstep. Exactly. You might as well right. open the door, pick up the package, and open <laughs> yeah. the thing, man. Because uh, well, we can just, let's just know, move on to the yeah. next for there. I, I like yeah. that. But yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Definitely. All right, segment three, and rolling into this, and I'll take I'll t I'll take off on this one a little bit because I wanted to tie it into what I was just saying uh, somehow. Let's see if I can remember enough to do that. But uh. So this one, this episode is, uh, or this segment here on, on this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, an actress. She's actually, so Gina Carano is actually an, an MMA fighter. Uh, I wish she would fight Fallon Fox. You know, the, uh, the, the trans that is fighting. I wish oh, someone, yeah. I wish that Amanda Nunez would fight Fallon Fox. Just take her up to the top and let her fight one of these women that's on the top that will knock her out. You know, if that's right. the game we want to play, you know, but still, I still actually, I don't want that to happen. I want them to have a trans league. There I think they go. should have a trans league. I think they should let trans participate against other trans. I have no problem with that. I think that's a great right. solution. Hey, and I go. think problem solved. And I think we can move on from there. Right. We're all good. You know, yeah. God bless America, baby. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. But, but with Gina Carano, man. Uh, so Gina Carano is an MMA fighter uh, and, and, and she's an actress in this I don't watch anything, dude. I don't really watch too much stuff. Like, if I watch anything, I'm watching, like, 
you know, podcasts or, or vlogs or, you know, stuff on on a YouTube or people's websites. I'm not really watching anything like that. But he, she's on The Mandalorian is what it's called. And it's a right. Star Wars uh, show spinoff or something, right. okay? And uh, she posted something about, um, you know, a reference to how, you know, back in, in Nazi Germany, you know, the way that they made people, you know, hate their neighbors is you... Uh, <laughs> the way you make people hate your neighbors is you, uh, you know, you start to dehumanize them, you know, and she was saying, you know, be careful of that, basically. And, you know, I think a lot of people take offense to those types of, uh, even though people were calling, <laughs> they were calling Donald Trump Hitler, which I thought was just as disgusting if you're going to compare, the, you know, because they, they, I think that is very disingenuous in some ways to compare anything to the Holocaust. But she wasn't doing that. I'm not even going to say she was not doing that at all. I don't have any problem with what she really said, but um, to be honest, I don't think there was much falsehood in what she said. As a matter of fact, I personally, right. I don't, I don't really think. I don't know if it's a big, if it's something I would be like parading around talking about like her. But one thing I do absolutely support, no matter what, is her right to have that opinion. And Disney canceled her from that show, and she has had great success on the show. I also feel like that it's a great argument that other people have that Disney has every right in the world to cancel Gina Carano and to yeah. and to yeah. let her go. Agree. You know, they yeah. do. And people have the the right to not watch Disney. You know, and and yeah. but but here's the question that I ask people: Is this the slope you want to go down? Because this is going to Gina Carano is not the one who's going to suffer from this. As a matter of fact, remember this. So, you know, not all press has to be good press to be good press. Right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, for a lot of people, she is, this is going to benefit her, actually, in some ways. And, and it already has. She's getting other opportunities. And you watch, Gina Carano is going to, you're going to see her name somewhere else in the future. Right. Uh, and, and But but who is going to hurt, they're hurting themselves, is what they're hurting. And the reason why is not because I'm bitter towards them or I want them. Disney, I grew up on Disney, man. We all did. Gee, I mean, right. who didn't grow up on Disney? They are a major American institution. But they're really shooting themselves in the foot on this one because that's what's going to happen. More people are going to cancel them. They're going to look back on things that they've done. They're, they're going to come into the limelight. Yeah. And all of these things, you know, yeah. you're going to have the major sports leagues. You know they're gonna come into the line. They've already came. They're oh man, they're done. Oh man, have you heard, yeah? Have you heard about uh, Mark Cuban? Yes. Have you heard about him? Yeah. yeah of course, oh, of man, course. Yeah. I have. Yeah. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, this is going to be a very hot topic for people. And okay? I'm gonna agree with you on it because I already know what you're gonna say, <laughs> dude. I I really feel like that if the NBA from the very beginning would have said, "Look, we're not even gonna address this issue. When you pay tickets to our events, you're not here to see a national anthem." You're here to see the game. We love this country. You'll see a flag. We're here because of this country. Right. But we're not even going to deal with this. We're not even going to deal with it. Yep. Now, I I feel like that. Now, someone else has, has brought to the argument of why the national anthem actually is played in the games. And they have a good point to that. And I, and I have to get more detailed into that before I can really speak on it. But you can look that up as to what people's debate is on that side. But right. I would take this side of, of the argument that I think yeah. that it's not an issue that we should allow to separate us. You know, if people, it, it, it shouldn't be a polarizing issue. It shouldn't be. I agree. But we do have problems, admittingly. We all do. Like, we all have problems in this country that we need to have solved. And if that's the issue, like, it, that's just not an issue that I want to, 
die on. Right. I, exactly. I, I, I understand their discontent. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I actually really do understand their plight. I think that they hand. I don't think they should do that. I wish that they wouldn't split like what we all love. Sports is supposed to unify us. Right. And I think that's very hurtful on that platform to do that. Yeah. It would be like me taking music platform and, and making it to where one whole side feels like they can't participate. You know, I would right. hate to do that. I would I would not do music anymore if I was doing that. I, I that is not we do it to unify people. You do it to bring people together. That's why I do it. Yep. And uh, I felt like sports is kind of like that too. So I don't agree with the, how that's happened and stuff. But I wouldn't do that. I would stand for the national anthem right. for, for sure, and uh, I would respect that absolutely. But I also uh, think that Mark Cuban is. Uh, Insinuating in some ways, I think. I, or what? What is that? I think he's. I think Mark Cuban is trying to, you know, gain press right. in some ways. Yeah. I think he's he's flaming the fire. I think that he did that in a very bad time. Right. I, I think there's, you know, I, I think that they, these people just don't understand what the back. They they think this is a game, yeah. you know. And I, I just think it's so far beyond that, you know. To these billionaires, especially. You know, it's a game to them. They think they've got it all figured out. You know, they've made money in this old system and they have money and resources, but <laughs> they've never lived <laughs> rough. You know what I'm saying? And if they have, they are far removed from it. And yeah. what, what a lot of Americans know is how to, how to be frugal and how to live and how to just... You want to play this cancel game? Yeah. We'll cancel everything. All I'll right. go sit and watch the stars, bro. I don't need to do shit. I don't need anything. I need my breath, water, and food. My family, my friends that we have, my community. I don't need. I don't need to watch that. I don't need to buy your product. I don't need to buy your anything. Right. And they better be careful. And I'm not saying for me in general. Right. I'm saying for that's how people think. A lot of people yeah. think that way. No, they and, do. And they're gonna. You're gonna push them to think that way. Yeah. And if you're somebody who likes the market and likes the marketplace and likes people to buy and sell things, why would you do that? Right. You know, why do you want to alienate people and drive people away? You know, I just think that, that I don't really, I think Mark Cuban really did that to just be, I think probably for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons right. is probably just attention. And I don't think he understands the full effect of how bad that's hurting their image. But I think if the NBA would have done that just from the beginning, I think the issue would be gone now. Right. You wouldn't have had this problem, yep. you know? So I, I don't think that it's all in all. Maybe it was the right choice at the wrong time. Yeah. You know, uh, but that is a part of the cancel culture because now, guess what's going to happen? Everyone's going to cancel the Dallas Mavericks because yeah. this can't. It's you know this is boycotting on steroids. That's what the cancel culture is. Is just it's it's hard to dif differentiate the difference anymore. I mean, these are just massive boycotts going on of different right. organizations now. You have. So, you know, the NBA is still going to get ratings because they're still going to have a lot of people that do watch them. They're just losing half of their ratings or, you know, a good portion of their ratings, you right. know. Uh, that's all. Yeah. And same thing with the NFL or, or um, even, you know, the major news networks, you know, Fox, you know, and all these, all these companies, Disney. Yep. Um, and eventually, I think it's going to continue to grow as uh, what's in the next phase of this is probably other organizations and things coming in their place and and awesome. filling that void yeah you know if they don't get canceled even. right off the put like but eventually you know, eventually they they're gonna have an eventually the playing yeah. field's gonna even because we were talking about this earlier here's the thing about the, this the migration. and, and th this is also where um well well first of all it's important if we're gonna move forward in a good way 
it's important for companies like Disney and the NBA. These companies were built in America. They are they. You can get paid millions of dollars. Look, the the San Antonio Spurs. That's my team. I love the Spurs. Okay. They had more players from all over the world. Why do players from all over the world move to America to come play basketball? Oh, because there's a market here where they can get paid millions of dollars to do that. That's why the best players come here. That's why they come. That was made in America. Don't forget that. And that is the big problem here. This is the crux of the issue to me. And and this is why, like, we need the individual. We need these organizations, you know, like these organizations, if the individual says we're, we're done with these organizations, they don't stand for us anymore and they leave, those individuals are going to become a collective somewhere else. And they're going to create another organization right. and, 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 you know, that's going to be what it's going to be. The, uh, the other one's going to be what it's going to be. And that's what they've done because at the end of the day, I get that they want to have inclusion and stuff like that. But if it wasn't for this country, you would not have Disney. You wouldn't right. have these pro sports like this. It wouldn't exist to this level. It exists because of the way our country is. There are some really good spots of this country that we're missing, and uh, they're ruining. They're destroying. Yep. They've destroyed. I mean, I oh, think damn. it's destroyed. It I don't think. It, I don't think they're coming back. Right. You know, uh, and not in the form, not like that. But um, right. it's not really a. The flag's not really too much. That's a really, really, really hard issue because I know how much that means to people. Yeah, and, no, that's and, that's uh, one that uh, that people usually get pretty heated about. I've, yeah, and I've I understand. Yeah, fully. no, I, yeah, and I get it. I totally get yeah. it. You know, uh, but uh, you know, yeah, no, I, I think that uh, I agree with you. What you said about how Mark Cuban's decision was just you know the right decision at the wrong time. I mean, you you know, I, I've never really understood why there has to be a national anthem before every sporting event and it's always kind of struck me odd that it, you know that they're always at sporting events you know like what does that have to do with uh look what if tonight or, i would have been playing you know, and when everyone would have got there yeah what is it okay <laughs> everybody you know i mean just yeah. there's a separation every, of it i understand yeah. that right you know, you know. but remember, I, I've, I've always felt that like national anthem is something you should do like before you vote or something like yeah, I don't know, yeah. like something that before you do something that actually has to do with 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 patriotism, you know. I don't think that uh, sports is necessarily patriotism, but yeah, uh, uh, oh, I yeah, agree. No, and and plus, remember, a lot of these leagues, there are players from all over the world, right? They, yeah. they, they, you know, they aren't American. They're an American sport. They appreciate it, but they're not American. So I mean, yeah, it should there should be some, you know, it's it's yeah, but yeah. uh. But you know, getting back to uh, to the cancel culture thing, I mean, that is a really a really disturbing trend going on in America today. You know, because I mean, it, it, not just on actors and actresses who are being canceled, also on the the cancellation of free speech. You know, and and this is something we've covered over and over again on this show, but it's something that we just have to keep hitting because. It's it won't important. go, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's important, and it won't go away. You know, liberty no, ain't gonna. No, nobody itself. listens to our show and decides to fix all the world's problems. So you know, we just got to sit here and keep and, and keep you know throwing them out there. But uh, but to cancel free speech, you know, like you were saying earlier, it's it will create a reactionary force. You know, the pendulum swings, and when you cancel too much. And you drive people away, just like how with this whole secession thing, migration plays into that. 
Well, digital migration kind of plays into yeah, sort of the same you know, thing. It's, it's kind of the same thing, is, you know. Yes, yeah. And uh, you know, we'll see though what what kind of happens. You know, like when you got organizations. I mean, not organizations. When you got websites like Parlor popping up, and how everybody kind of started. Not everybody, but a lot of people started migrating over to Parlor, and then they just go, oh, pull the plug, you know, because they found out Trump was moving over to him. Now Parlor made the mistake of setting itself up on Amazon's servers. See, now that that was one big mistake they did, yeah. you know. But guess uh, what? Some the next person's going to figure out how to work around it. Good. I'm telling you there's servers. there's one thing I want to say before I forget. I want to put this in a podcast cuz if even if it's just me listening back to it one day is there's a there's a website that Dave Rubin from the Rubin Report uh, is a part of. I don't know who's all a part of it, and and I, I don't think anything's perfect when it comes to social media. I personally think social media within itself is sort of just a, an, an awkward, a really awkward thing, you know, for me. But I, I get that it is going to be here in the future. It's not going anywhere, and right. uh, I, I understand that. Now they started something called Locals.com. And this, to me, the reason I talk about Locals.com is not because I'm tr- I'm not promoted by them. I don't have anything to do with it. Uh, I'm probably, I might get on there eventually. Um, but um, it's different, man. It's set up differently. So the way this is set up is like you're not in a forum. You don't just sign up and then next thing you know, you're online and you get friends. You just friend request anybody and it's just oh, pretty much open forum. You can get into community groups. and like So when you get on... Um, you have to request to be in people's communities. So when you get on, if Levi Stroud gets on, it'd be Levi Stroud at Locals.com. Now you could start a community. We could start the Independent Thinking Texans community on Locals.com, where we could provide people that join that community. They have to. They have to. We have to. They have to come into our community. They have to follow our guidelines that we set. Now they have initial guidelines on Locals.com by right. law that you have to follow. Right. If you're a creator, if you're a community creator, right? But you also have the say-so of who comes in your community, what your community is, if you want to set a price. So let's say you have a 1, thousand, fifteen hundred followers, and you say, uh, you know, we're going to have 50 cents a month, you know, for you to be in this community. You pay to be in. You pay to be in the discussion. We'll put this much content on this where you can only get it at locals.com. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. basically have your own website within their website. That's not basically open to the public, or you know, I mean, it's it, it's it's private and inclusive to you. You can create the database that you want to be in. You don't have to go into this and see all this other stuff, all these other people's ideas and opinions. It's like if you have the independent thinking Texans, we're talking about issues that we bring up on this show. You know, like right. whatever's in our, our our thread. If someone wants to come in and start talking about something else, that's it's like, hey, that's not yeah. what we do here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. So you're you're controlling more of the content. I know it kind of sounds like an echo chamber, but the problem with people just getting all this random information is that you know echo chambers can be dangerous. I understand, but they also, you, you know, echo chamber is a strong word. You know, like you right. want to believe in inf- You know, I mean, everyone has a perspective of the world, yep. and and as long as you're not out to hurt anybody, nobody's is wrong. You know, right. you know, you do your bit the best with what you have. So, uh, I, I like the idea of locals.com. I think that you know, I, I'm not going to spend too much time on social media. I just don't find it something that I personally really care to really get too much into. But I do think that that's the future. Yeah, that type of stuff is the future. 
right. you know that's much more inclusive and open and yeah. you can kind of see what they're doing they're not trying to pull wool over your eyes well, um, I could definitely see something like that being fueled by some sort of mass exodus from like Facebook. You know, I've seen I've seen headlines. I have not delved into it personally, but I have seen headlines saying that uh, Mark Zuckerberg is planning on uh, uh, depoliticizing Facebook. You know, now what that means, what that entails, I don't know. You know, he said uh, I read something about. He said that uh, you know they're just gonna delete thousands of groups and pages even though they're not technically violating the terms of service just because you know they don't want that kind of thing to be they don't want their platform to be used for promoting pol- political viewpoints anymore yeah. you know pretty much uh, now you know and a lot of people like we were saying Disney has the right to uh, to fire uh, the actress what was the actress's Gina name? Carano Gina Carano yeah but uh yeah, you know, so, you know, theoretically, I mean, you could say that Facebook has the right to kick whoever they want off their platform, you know. I would say that Facebook, though, has, has worked so closely and so hand-in-hand with the government that uh, to call them a private company at this point is almost a stretch of the word, I think. I, in fact, I think it's probably a little bit more than almost. I think it is a stretch yeah. of the word private company. Yeah. I mean, because they, you know... I mean, how how hand in hand do you have to be with the government before you're not so private anymore? You know, yeah, that goes for all these industries. You know, oh, there's I mean, a lot yeah. of them. No, nothing. Yeah. It's what it is. It's corporatism. Yeah, you know, it's it's plain. It's the Fed. No, it is <laughs> the Fed. The Fed enables this, man. Corporatism, it, rampant, and the merger of of uh, corporate and state power. I mean, that, that's. That's practically fascism. It, but by, by Mussolini's standards, that is fascism. That is fascism. And he yeah. knew about it because yeah. he was in the middle of it. You know? So, I mean, and, and it's so blatant. Yeah. So blatant in today's society uh, that it, it's, it's really almost sad to, to think about. But, you know, that's why we got to stay positive. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, cancel culture... You know, I, again, I mean, I, I just, dude, whatever's happening is natural. People that, oh, this is crazy. I can't believe this is happening. But we just, we, no matter what we think, we still, like, we're a part of this world. Like, everything that's yeah. going on, everything's flowing the way it needs to oh. flow, dude. You got to have faith, man. It's, it's, like, you know, it's flowing. History. It, it's history. You know, it's it's going to become we're history. We're living it. You're we're living, living it. it. You're living it right Just now, live man. your life, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, man, I really want to get into this, too, is, like, I, I, don't want to cancel people. I don't want to cancel people because they don't believe the same thing as me politically. I don't want to cancel people. Damn sure don't want to cancel people because they said something that I disagree with. I want to protect people right. <laughs> to say something you know that I disagree with. That's the whole point of where we live. That is the whole point. That is the First Amendment. Yeah. That Very is the basis one. of what we do in this country. If that goes away... There's no country. Then no flag needs to be anywhere because it's gone. Right. That is the essence of what we do. You know, and and uh, I stand for that. I do. I know how important it is. I feel how important it is. I love doing this podcast. I love going out and singing and being able to connect with people. I don't want people controlling my speech. And I don't want to say anything that hurts anybody's feelings. And if I do, 
I, I I apologize. You know, if if I if it really hurt someone's feelings, and I I don't want to do that. You know, I'm not set out to do that, and I think most people really aren't. But people also do have perspective, and it's great to be able to to uh, give that perspective just in the world we live in. It's awesome, man. It's cool. It's fun. You know, it provides something that you can look back on one day and say, man, you know, we were involved in these events and we were documenting them. You know, that's fun and right. it's and it's good and yeah. it's who knows. I mean. What if something happened and this was the only thing left in history? You know, it's like archaeologists like, gonna dig this. <laughs> we gotta put Whoa. it on a floppy disk, man. Yeah, we right. gotta store them all on a floppy oh, disk. Oh, it better be floppy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> archaeologists will dig that shit up thousands of years from now. I love it, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that I, I am not. I think, man, I piss caution in the wind with this cancel culture. I hate to see such smart people getting so deep into cancel culture yeah. um, and doing and and playing that game man you know canceling each other and you you know what you are creating the divide that's creating the divide that like the the real separate like not no, the divides already there that's creating yeah. the separation that right. separate we are separating because of that and yeah. and uh, I don't support it but it, I also I'm not gonna I mean what am I gonna do you know pick it picket sign you know right <laughs> stop <Yep. laughs> stop the uh what is it like uh uh st- stop the drive to secession you know i, mean, yeah, I don't right. know what you're gonna pick it i mean how are you gonna, i don't know yeah, i mean right. they're driving us to it you know they really are look at what stop that, the wheel of history yeah yeah because that's what it is you know yeah yeah it's crazy well on to the next all right segment four and we'll leave this this will be our last segment and we'll kind of keep it short here uh it's like pretty late here but <laughs> we're in the greenhouse that's yeah, all good hey. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about, it's about to be, it's cold outside and uh, it's unfortunate, and this is going to be a total turn from cancel culture, but damn it, I'm tired of, and I don't always live in a negative, actually I live in a very positive mind frame for the most part, you know, I'd really try to uh, as much as I can, and I'm definitely an optimist, probably to people's annoyance, I'm probably (laughs) too much of an optimist to be honestly, you know, but uh uh, man, I love gardening, dude. I love gardening, and I wanted to talk a little bit about gardening in this last segment because I just love it, dude, and I thought it'd be fun. And we're in a greenhouse, so what a better damn way. I was looking around. I was like, what could we do in, the, in our last segment? And I was like, oh, yeah. man. But uh, so if you live in Texas, uh, like when, you, when it gets to be this time of year and it's all cold, you know, people think that there's really nothing to do. And as a matter of fact, that is completely to the contrary. You know, it couldn't be more wrong. Like this is actually the time your spring garden oh, like the way it looks and your summer garden the way it looks like yeah. it basically from like the last couple of months even the, since like christmas time to now right this is when it really begins because you really wanted to be amending the soil through the winter time you know like adding stuff back to blank beds that don't have anything growing in them right. you can even grow like cover crop that grows through the winter that gives back to the soil that puts nutrients back in as it yeah. grows right right and and you you just fertilize that so you're just you're just keeping that soil going and then it gets to this time and uh, back in in uh, November you could have planted garlic in December you could plant garlic and then you would you would harvest it in March I mean uh, May or June probably you know if you planted it in November you're probably gonna harvest the garlic in may and if you plant it in december maybe you'd get june now if it gets really hot in june early you could have a problem because it you know garlic and onions that's the other thing is onions if you start them in uh october 
and and then you can start them in a tray, a seed tray, or you just buy starch from the store in January because by January now they're big enough to go in the ground directly. Right. You know, and then you can plant them just uh, space them apart. You know, about eight inches or six. You know, depending on the size of the onion. You know, seven to eight inches, and just plant them in rows and watch them grow. But this is the time you plant them because they need a certain. They need that soil temperature to be a certain temperature. You know, they need it to be chilly. They don't like. Right. You know, you can't grow onions. Most people that are gardeners probably know this, but some people that would just stroll into this, maybe they're wanting to know about plants for the first time. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, anything I, I would know about it, trying to, to let you know. Like, onions wouldn't even grow in the tropics. They don't get enough cold weather. Like, carrots, you really can't grow down in the tropics. There's certain things that just won't grow down there. They need certain amount of cooler temperatures, you yeah. know, to, to be able to grow them. Uh the same thing with like fruit trees during the winter time. You know, you're planting trees right now in the winter. This is when you plant. Uh, now, when you have these bad ice storms and stuff, this sucks. Right. But uh, this could really hurt trees, obviously. But you have to cover them if you plant them and you have this happen. And the other thing is, like, this is a late freeze. So a lot of these peach trees that are already, you know, developed peach trees that give people peaches every year, they're already starting to. Uh, bud out and the first thing they do is throw their buds right you know and so then they'll they'll those buds will freeze and die off and then it sets that peach tree back yeah. or pear tree or whatever it is and then now it gets too hot for them to produce right too quickly so you lose that crop because that late freeze you know and that hurts sometimes mm -hmm. as well but uh it, it this is the time to be planting it's the time to be uh getting your soil ready and then in the next month, I mean, you could be, you could have peppers getting ready. I mean, you could have peppers in a greenhouse for sure, or just covered right now, and they could have been growing even for a while. And tomatoes are coming, man. You could have tomatoes getting getting ready to put in the ground. And right. uh, potatoes are another thing. February, yeah. and try to get the shortest season. You know, I know the Yukon Golds are a type that do really well, but you just dig a trench, a real deep, big trench, really loose soil very loose and uh, dig a trench about eight inches deep or so and uh, put your potatoes in that trench and then just bury them a little bit so it's still gonna be a trench it's just gonna the potatoes right. are gonna be covered and then the greens will pop up out of the dirt and then you bury them again and then the greens will pop up a little bit more out of the dirt and then you bury them again right. all the way you do this all the way until you have a mound yeah. and when you have a mound they come up again and then when it gets too hot the greens will get kind of brownish and fall down and then you dig up your potatoes and all that that you buried became a huge, huge thing of potatoes, potatoes you know yeah no you'll way. get like five or six potatoes or maybe more depending on the variety and the yeah. and the crop but they're a fun plant and you start them in mid-february right. and then go to about uh, may again you know the yeah. end of may so uh that's crazy man. yeah it's a fun yeah, time. yeah no, I, I need to get my garden going you know I do, I do a garden every year yeah usually do some corn tomatoes do some green beans uh, some peppers or oh, we always do peppers you know you like spicy peppers uh, yeah I no, I'm more of like just you know green peppers you oh know? yeah yes yeah. Uh, me yeah. too yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh but no, that you, you definitely know a lot. I'm I'm a pretty amateur gardener, you know. I throw some soil out there. I till up the ground, you know. At, at the house I lived at down the, uh, uh, you know, before we moved to where we are now, uh, I had a little garden in the back there that I I tilled up that whole area, uh, 
and it was a pretty good sized little area, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I tooled it all up with just a pickaxe, you know, and just yeah. went out there and just started tooling the ground. You yeah, know? It, it's like and anything else, uh, though. Gardening is like I, you know, there's like belts to it. Like think about it, like karate. You know, there's a belting yeah. system to it. Like there's always more to learn, man. Right. There's always more to learn, and oh, you have yeah. to approach it like that. I think. And, like, it all starts with just tilling up the ground and having interest. Right. But with me, like, I've never studied anything in my life. You know, like, at school, I was writing, I was ACDC all day on the <laughs> test. You know, I don't I don't pay attention to anything. Yeah. I'm the worst student ever when it came to school. I was not good. And I kind of, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I just wasn't interested. Right. You know, in most of it. But uh, when it came to, like, starting to want to get my garden going and stuff when I was younger, man, I, I don't know what it was. It just... I was like reading books about it and like writing the information down like I was copying it in my own journals. I don't even know why I was doing that, but I just was like when the right planting season is for things and in, in the area I was the areas I was living in. Right. You know, and like then I just learned over the years like what to plant when, but there's still so much I'm learning, man, and that's what makes it so fun because certain plants work really well together. You know, certain things like if you had something in one spot last year, you don't want to plant that same thing in that spot this year. It's called crop rotation. So you want to plant something else, and you really want to plant something that will do well with whatever minerals and nutrients that that last plant left. You know, so there's interchangeable things. Yeah. Another thing you can plant right now too is snow peas. Once this cold kind of passes, plant some snow peas, dude, yeah. and then you just let them vine up some trellis. And uh, dude, in a few months, man, they grow real fast. Not even in a, in a month and a half. By right. late March. You'll be eating. The, you'll be just going off there and eating those snow peas. They're so good, oh, man. Oh man, yeah. They're the best. Dude, you know, they're really that's, good. That's always. I always call my garden. You know, the grazing garden. You know, because I just go out there and graze. Oh yeah. Literally, dude. Yeah. So much of my stuff never made it into the house, man. And my kids, <laughs> my kids love uh, to eat out of the garden. You know, no matter yeah. what they they. You know, even things that they wouldn't necessarily eat uh, if we bought them from the store, they will definitely eat out of the garden. Right. And I've always found that to be true. Even with my 12-year-old when he was younger, uh, I, I noticed that about him. We noticed that about him pretty early, you know, that he really, he really did. Uh, you know, we, he was always a pretty good eater, but, yeah, man, you'd go out to the garden and it's like, dude, those carrots aren't ready yet, but he's still picking them all and eating them. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, he became, actually became a pest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, I love gardening, and man, what a great time uh, for it. And actually, this year I've actually uh, invested as much as I can. I'm not like instead of buying Bitcoin and other things. Yeah. What I've done is I've bought and invested in native fruit trees, and I've been planting fruit trees and and uh, berry bushes all around my house, trying to turn it. Yeah. You know, do a little bit more of uh, long-term perennial stuff. Right. That also the wildlife out there really eats. The birds benefit from it. Um, you know, bugs and other things benefit from it. Everything benefits from it in that regard. You know, uh, squirrels and, and, and other things that typically you don't want in your annual bed because they'll just dig it up. But with trees, you know, man, yep. pecan. we got like pecan trees, mulberry trees, pomegranate trees, um, pear trees, fig trees. Uh, blackberry bushes and the, some of the stuff we planted last year and some this year so we've been just trying to grow that slowly and yeah. uh, hopefully it's something we continue to grow man as long as we're we're out there in that area and just continue to grow trees but every variety so even with the pomegranates because pomegranate trees are a tropical tree like an avocado they really don't like to be cold they cannot do well in cold right. but there are certain varieties 
that can take a little bit more cold temperatures than the other. Like they can have some freezes, they can deal with it a little bit. Right. And uh, I make sure to get varieties that are exclusive to this area. I've done, I try to do extensive research before I buy them right. and uh, get the soil right. And the other thing is asparagus. I, I've, I've invested in asparagus as well oh, because yeah. that's a perennial. You have to keep it in its own section. It keeps coming back every year. And the, actually, the further it goes, you know, you get into year three or four, now you're talking about you really got some asparagus to eat, you know? Right. It really starts to produce. Yeah. But these are fun things, man. And, and this is life. You know, this is yeah. real stuff, man. And uh, I like that, you know? That's value, yeah, too, that's man. Yeah, that's value. You know, yeah. we are, you were talking, you, like, you just, you just hit the nail on the corner. Uh, you just hit the nail on the <laughs> You hit you it somewhere. You just hit the nail. The, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you finished okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, when you said that uh, you know you weren't buying Bitcoin, you were you know you were investing in things that will produce value, food products for you know for, you know for you and your for your family and your children, and uh, you know that's real value. People need to get back to that kind of mentality. You know that you know the Bitcoin and stuff. You know I get it. I get some why, people will you know, win. Hey, some, people some people will win, will and they have already won. Win. They have already with, won. Yeah, with Bitcoin. <laughs> But at the end of the day... They can they, buy a lot of fruit trees. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that way, you yeah, know? <laughs> you know? Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, Bitcoin is still just one of those things that's propped up with fiat value. You know, there's nothing there's nothing real behind it. There's no specie. All those, all that fruit that you're going to collect, you know, that's specie. That's real value. And when you don't have that behind whatever it is that you're hoarding up and trying to you know that you think is going to save you if there's no value behind it if the shit was to hit the fan tomorrow would it have value you know and yeah. if you got all the bitcoin in the world hey man if the shit's hit the fan <laughs> yeah and you want some of my produce I'm not going to take your Bitcoin, dude. <laughs> that's very you true. Know? Yeah. Like, that's just the way it is. Yeah, and unfortunately, know? I do feel like we live a lot closer to that type of a time right now than we do where you should be investing and speculating. I do not... That's a danger. That's a whole other thing, too, is, like, speculation. Right. And in times like this, man, speculation is, is not a friend of the people. Right. Uh, you know, you really do want to get back to things you know and... Uh, I, I just I really feel like it's important, but uh, yeah, and plus you know uh, that's another thing is you know I, I want to leave the world something you know something valuable for me you know for right. from for me I, because I, I believe in myself and I believe that I'm a force in this world that came in regardless of where I come from or where I'm going I'm a force that's come in and and I can I can have this opportunity to try to leave something positive or I can leave something negative. I'm definitely going to be flawed and have a lot of mistakes along the way, dude. And I think everybody's going to have that. But, I mean, at the same time, try to do your best to leave something, leave it leave it better to the next generation, you know? Right. If, if the fall of the earth happens from some catastrophic thing, don't make it be from humanity's ill will. Right. That we control that. You know, and uh, hopefully we can continue to move forward. But yep. uh, plant a garden. You know, that's what I say. I like it. And I know you've had so you had a nice garden, man. I saw your garden last year, man. It was good. It was you're you're good, man. Yeah, keep going. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. 
Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.